I'll That's right. I, I got you. Yeah. I just did it now. Roll. Yeah. Pre-roll, pre-roll just makes the show most of the time. That's like, <laughs> that's the best stuff. It's like when we were, yeah. Oh, um, so yeah. But so hey, everybody. Welcome to the leak. I'm your host, Paul. <laughs> With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike Walls. Today, our special Wait. guest is John Glennon. How did I get kicked off the leak? John Glennon, Ooh, former podcaster and uh, celebrity, celebrity impressionist. Oh, God. <laughs> now, John, is it true that uh, you were named after the astronaut John Glenn, but someone in your family stuttered? Uh, it's quite possible, so I think it's a combination of being named after... Sableist, Sableist, got that. Got that. Uh, <laughs> uh, my dad was in the Navy. Okay. Oh, mine too. And my parents are very Catholic. Mine are not. So John Paul was pretty hot in the 80s I mean, when I was born. You know? You're talking to a Paul David here, yeah. so... <laughs> so, yeah, John Paul Jones, JPJ, not the bass player, uh, but the, the captain... Yeah, he's buried, buried in Annapolis. In, well, in Annapolis, his nose rotted off. He's I got remember dolphins and stuff. Wait, what the fuck are you talking about? John Paul Jones, the father of the American Navy, is entombed at the Naval Academy. There's a crypt. Yeah, right, and, and they that, they filled this player of Led Zeppelin just decide well, he I wanted guess. I don't know. that name, <laughs> but for, more, from some noseless dead seafaring idiot. Yeah, I mean, he he All said right. cool stuff. Well, he battled the British, you know. Like what? I have not yet begun to fight. They were losing pretty. Oh, bad. he's one of those. All right, yeah. Yeah. that's that is. A good Ow, one. my it's nose! A, it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's one of those guys. Yeah, yeah he's. He, yeah. He, he might be on a coin somewhere. He famously yeah. lost the naval battle of Got Your Nose. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for those listening, I just did a visual representation. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody gets the got your nose game. I mean, well, that's the sound, right? Listen, all the research on Meta <laughs> indicates that uh, the podcasts are moving towards sight gags. Got to get out in front of this one, gentlemen. I, I mean, we were we... just talking about how podcasts are basically TV shows now. So you're right. It's all, right. all like you got to see it to be there. Right? And here we are with the audio-only version of the leak callers. <laughs> You know, I like. To, Thanks. Glad Mike knows. I like for fads and trends to be well established before I get on board. Yeah. <laughs> so so well established that they're dead. Yeah. Podcasting is over. It's a little too like the 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 churn and burn cycle of stuff is so fast now that like yeah, nothing has time to even get particularly cool and it's fucking gone. Yeah, I was just thinking about today. Weird. Do you guys remember the band First Aid Kit? It was no. those two no. girls from Berlin, and they harmonized, and it was badass. And from Berlin, the band, or Berlin, the um, location? Well, they might not even be from Berlin, but they were, like, European, you know. Okay. So just everybody. <laughs> anyone who's slightly but European and I know, is from and Berlin. No, no, it's not, for anyone like me who's, who's confused for a moment out there, he's not referring to, was it Prussian Blue? That's yeah. a different pair of singing German girls. Very different, not good. Okay, yeah, I'm not even familiar. <laughs> no, you just really they upset all the Prussian yeah. blue they folks. They turned out to be Nazis. Uh, they were like two singing blonde German girls, and uh. they turned out to be Nazis. But these are different German girls, you say. <laughs> right. Ace, yeah. of, Ace of Base, also Nazis. See, again, yeah. we're throwing German around. I have no idea. But there's a video where they're walking in a European... <laughs> Is it even a country? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> so, and they had it was cool, and they went viral, and now we're talking about them, and it's like, who are they? Where did they go? Are they still anyway? Were right? they ever here? I'd never heard of this yeah. shit. What did they sing? What they do? Uh, they had a song called "The Lions Roar," and it was like, yeah. Well, just put that in right now, so everybody can <laughs> yeah, listen. Well, to you know, just like, put yeah. put that in post. I'm not even monetizing, so it's fine. This yeah. sounds bad. Yeah, or just, or just a, an interpretive cover of it, maybe. I like to pitch and stretch things just enough. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
I mean, and frankly, I don't think anybody's going to know. They're going to be like, oh, did he do something yeah, to that? It's like, who is that? <laughs> is that German? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, gonna, I don't know. Get buried by the first aid kit stands where they, I guess they'd be the first responders is probably what you'd oh. call that fan base, right? Oh, that's right? rough. <laughs> oh. So, All right, guys. So you, you first know. aid Four kit, minutes. hit me up for your PR needs. You just made me think of something, Mike. So there was, there, there was, <laughs> sorry. Uh, there was a moment in time. No, sorry. See you later, John. There was a moment in time <laughs> where I was like very much between bands and I was like, I really want to get into a new band and so i did like the craigslist thing and i like put up like bass player available like oh it's the it's the worst thing and this this band saw my ad and uh reached out to me and they were having uh, a show at uh God, I can't remember the place in Baltimore. It's it's long closed, but it was down towards Fells, and uh, and they're like, "Oh, come on, come to our show. We'll give you the VIP treatment. You can hang out with us. You know, to kind of catch our vibe." Was it brass Monkey? No, it wasn't Ooh. Brass Monkey, but oh, good. it was similar sort of vibes to this whole thing. <laughs> okay. um, so the the band, and I, mean, I don't I don't mind saying their name. Also, it's half the gag. They were called Freudian Slip, mm. and it was like a Freudian Slip, all one word. I honestly them? don't remember. Oh, I, I, that. I, know, I know I've seen that. I don't think it was that. That's hilarious that there are two of those running around. Right. So anyway, like <laughs> I go to the green room and they're all hanging out showing me what Rockstar Life oh, was is. Was it Fletcher's? It was Fletcher's, yes, thank you. So we're hanging Brass out. Brass Monkey had a green room, but that is because it was moldy. Oh, uh, okay. Fletcher's <laughs> Fletcher's is also the place where like I had to use the restroom number two once and I didn't look if there was toilet paper first and I, I sat there holding a sock for a while uh, uh-huh. until Just contemplating your life. Until I finally got somebody to help me out. But anyway, so I, I'm in the green room and and they're hanging out partying like see man. It's so cool. We also have all our groupies, and we call them Freudian sluts. And it was at that point I was like, maybe not being in a band is okay. <laughs> Christ, that's almighty. ironic. So, so you know, you have Queen Wolf and, and Infinite Pizza. The fans, stands of those bands, do they have a particular name, Mike? Mm. Are they? Uh, at one point, someone had declared that Queen Wolf enthusiasts were princess puppies and that's very furry i don't know what that's about that's that's real furry i got i got nothing to do with it i don't cotton to it but like i can't yeah. i can't stop you yeah where are my peepees at <laughs> Yep, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's the problem with that. And, that is, <laughs> and my initials are PP, and I'm even uncomfortable. <laughs> Luckily, Subtastics don't have fans, so we haven't had to come up with a name yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Infinite Pizza fans are probably just called I don't know, the scumbags, yeah. ne'er do wells, <laughs> Daryl, the underemployed. I don't know. <laughs> you know, they, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of pizza puns. I'm like the delivery squad. <laughs> It's just going going downhill real fast. I think we lost Men's Warehouse. (laughs) Powerade's still hanging in there. Thanks, thanks to the good folks at Powerade. Powerade have to go. But I mean, Powerade I think was carbonated. We still haven't looked that up, and I don't intend to. But can't imagine. But it, you know, a carbonated (laughs) sports drink. People were doing all kinds of stuff back then. You know, Jolt. I loved Jolt. You know. Surge, I wasn't at, I was, I don't know, I wasn't cool enough for Surge. The, I think the first show I ever played, the guy who set it up, who's a guy in my high school, like a guy who was also a, a freshman <laughs> in high school with me, got it sponsored by, uh, was it Jasta? 
Is that what it was called? Or Shasta? When, it was it was, uh, it was something with a J. It was one of those energy drinks that had guarana when that was oh, the yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, they all had. Mm-hmm. Fucking awful tasting. Yeah. But, like, some dude showed up and wheeled in, like, you know, those big, like, trash can-looking display things you used to find in the in the convenience store they'd have drinks in like it's filled with ice oh it's yeah, got the drinks yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. lid you know what i mean they would they would do r2d2 ones yeah, whenever yeah, he, they would release another shitty like star three wars of those full of ice and drinks and that of course became a fucking disaster <laughs> in a in a punk rock show in a hall in 1995 yeah yeah that feels about right oh it would have been 94 yeah it was it was it was sloppy fucking times just ice and drinks everywhere the dismemberment plan was the headlining band. That's how long ago this was. That's you pretty get great. Them to play at a hall covered in sport drink. <laughs> Some dude and the guy, the guy was trying so hard, right, to, to promote this drink to the kids. No way. Like, hey, it's a fun energy drink for the youth. <laughs> right. And, you know, all these weird little punk rockers are like, ha, 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 shut the fuck up. Give us your soda, stupid. And so, throwing so it So we can throw it back. At, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, literally just throwing soda, like Juggalo style, spraying it everywhere. It was great. All right, Juggalos and Steve Albini. You, you did the... You set us up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, in. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Right, in the right. news. <laughs> in the news. I, no, I just wanted to say that phrase. Juggalos and Steve Albini. I have seen Insane Clown Posse three times. Nice. All for free. Well, yeah, um, good. And I'm not gonna lie. They know what they're doing. It's not. It's not a bad time. You don't have to. It doesn't matter that it's no good. The, the fact that these two nudniks are just with all of their heart just throwing soda at idiots and dancing to their own mixtape. Kind of amazing at the time in context. You know Fresh, I mean? Freshman year of college, I associated with people who were very much into Insane Clown Posse. So I listened to a lot of that. And it was kind of funny <laughs> and dumb at the time. And I grew out of it. And then they questioned magnets. And I was wondering what was and going they on. they me back in. But, well, but now like they're like... Like, like I guess like one of their kids is a furry yeah, and like Violent got ripped Jay's off. Kid is yeah, a furry and, and got ripped off, and and he like he went and like used the muscle of the fam to. Yeah. And it, then he he made his he got his own fursuit. Yeah, that's right. Kid. It's a whole thing. They it's like a supportive, you know, ICP's um, wholesome. So here's the help. first time I saw Insane Clown Posse <laughs> in high school. It was right after the Great Malenko came out, which I bought on cassette. A great Malenko all, wave your All the controversy. Yeah. Um, we were I don't know. It was probably I would have been fifteen. I think. Somewhere in the 15 or Wait, 16. which Joker card was this? Do you know? I don't care. Okay. I have no okay. idea. It's the third the, card. The purple one. You can look it up when you look Something up Power like Rangers. The Great Malenko is the fourth Joker card in the Dark Carnival series, released in 1997. Whenever that shit came out. So, like, they were playing at some weird, like, redneck NASCAR bar. Out of course. I have no idea where. The kind of place that still had a sunken dance floor, like, from the 70s. Incredible. So, like, that was filled yeah. with I Fago played. I played a end, place like that, too. By the, like, it was just a sea, a literal, like, sea of Fago. Just filthy soda, because there's no drain in this dance floor. Oh, yeah. Why would there well, be? it's an old pool, right? Basically. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it some, is now. Yeah. Um, no, pools have drains. This is just a And after pit. the show, we all took our little teenage selves outside to the bus. And the insane clown posse led our teenage girlfriends onto the bus for a really long time. They would never tell us what went on on the bus. I assume wholesome Christian things. Probably, uh, and that's the time I saw insane well, clown on posse. What era you met them, but this was before. So. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Were, this is Malenko era. I'm pretty sure clown fingers touched butthole somewhere. It's not wholesome. I mean, that's what happened. I mean, that's probably an, that's an assumption. <laughs> Let me qualify yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, I spent 20 minutes standing outside of this fucking bus, and our high school girlfriends come out, and they're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm sure it was fine. Nothing weird happened at yeah. all. 
There's no, no reason for it to be weird. That's a yeah. Wow. And that's and that's the first time we saw Insane Clown Posse. There were two consecutive times. Let me remind you that we went the one time and it was like, did our, did they just? Did clowns just finger bang our teenage girlfriend? I don't know. I guess we have to drive love, back to Towson. There's now. something really uncomfortable about you using the phrase teenage girlfriends because at the time, my girl, if when I was a teenager, if my girlfriend was a teenager, I didn't call her my teenage girlfriend. And I understand you're sure, setting a scene. But I'm telling but, this story as an adult, <laughs> and if I tell this story as an adult, and you imagine like a 40 year old woman hooking up with Shaggy Two Number Two Dope, I'm, I'm honestly it's more less comfortable. weird when I remind you that these were people <laughs> who couldn't legally drive a car yet, and they're on this bus with these clowns. Oh God, this is gonna be. Like a half hour. John, I'm sorry. This, I don't know. This this podcast is going viral. They're going to investigate this. <laughs> yeah. Local Baltimore musician. I can't prove anything. It's just weird. All right, <laughs> but it didn't stop us from going two more times, and they were great every time. One of the times was with that Michael Graves Misfits, who also oh, yeah. good band. Like if they'd have called themselves anything else, it probably would have been fine. But you had to call yourselves the Misfits. Mm-hmm. Like, if Dave Mustaine had been like, no, we're Metallica. It's like, oh, no, we're not. We're already putting up with, like, the way you sing, we're dealing with that, man. Like, we're not, and you, you can't get the name. Symphony of Destru- Destruction does slap, though. I mean, no, it doesn't. No, not it doesn't. thoroughly. <laughs> Listen, here's a, all, their discography has scattered bangers, but, like, there's no thoroughly solid Megadeth album. I, th- I think mm. I think my entire Megadeth knowledge came from... Bi- and none of them have ever allegedly... Touched my high school girlfriend that's inappropriately, true. as far as I know. As far as you know. Yeah. Although there's that bass player. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, <laughs> shit, that's right. <laughs> is that Dave Ellison? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even set that up. The world is just sad. Nice. The world's a vampire. No, I was saying that all, all my Megadeth, my entire Megadeth collection was just like, I had one more thing that I had to pick for the BMG Music Club, <laughs> and like... Either a Testament album looked sick or a Megadeth album looked sick. And I'm like, this music's probably awesome because there's like skulls on it. And it was not. Here's here's how I know I am an audio engineer. Because even at that age, before I started recording stuff, I couldn't deal with hair metal. I couldn't listen to most heavy metal like most of that shit because I thought the drums sounded really fake and stupid. Mm. Like I hated gated reverb. Yeah. I hated the production of it. It just all was like, what is this nonsense? So typo was not your thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I like typo negative. Oh, I shouldn't because they're it's bad funny, people. Because it's like fake drums. Because it's super it's, awful. Yeah. How do you feel about dr- drum triggers? Like you know, kick drum triggers. It's and, dumb. Yeah, okay, good, what are we good. doing? I, I had a I had a. I had a band show up at Sidebar once, and they had drum triggers, and I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah. I mean, I've done and that for people. I get it. And no, like, I didn't. In, no, of course not. <laughs> I don't in, turn anything on. In, like, death metal and stuff, it's kind of expected that that's going to be the sound. But, like, I've had people hit me up and be like, the, well, we have triggers, and we want to do a tempo map uh, for the recording we have. And I'd be like, I'm not your guy. You should I find mean, another dude. It's like, well, we have money. It's like, I don't care. I not. I don't want to. This thing you're doing, I'm not interested. That I mean, sucks. I'm the flip side of the coin. I'm like, I just want that Weezer Blue album kick drum, please. Like, I don't think triggers are going to get you there. No, I mean, I'm not saying I need triggers. I'm just saying I have stupid demands as well. <laughs> you know, all for stuff that no one's going to listen to, but that's fine. You did a good job on it. Well, thanks. But I also, <laughs> you'll remember, your drummer came and he's like, listen, I have a click track. It's just for me. It's in my ears and my headphones right. that I want to use just so I can stay on time. And I talked him out of it. No, and actually, cost me cost me nothing to let the man use his own click track. That's how much I don't like him. I was like, you could do it without it. <laughs> I tell and you he what, did, except for like I don't know, like three songs we used it. He was like, mm, I would feel more comfortable, right. and he didn't need it. Mm-hmm. It was psychological. Yeah. We played fine without it. Honestly, we, it has changed our approach to recording because now we will practice to his 
own click, you know, the all click that only he can hear, mm-hmm. and we will get really tight to that. But then when we go to record or we go to play out, we don't have it, but we've just turned it into muscle memory at this yeah. point. So really, you're the one we have to thank, Mike. Hooray! And we since we're thanking people, I would also like to thank the it. good people at Geico. <laughs> Wait, you just... They've been hitting him up for all the like good sponsors. I'm, I'm sorry that you've seen a level Inbox of success since having me on board. <laughs> You're not going to lie. The, the, the Paul uh, Shaborsky bump is a real thing. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah you should get it looked at. Uh, P.S. Please pre-save the Shaborsky bump single coming to Spotify next week. Yeah, it's, pre-save it's, that at our It's just an page. ICP cover. It's fine. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, we're back. You know, you... Uh, it, I'm, you were very excited to return after. I was. I was throwing me under the bus for an entire. Yeah, episode. <laughs> I, I, I was very excited to return. I was you surprised. Came right wrong. I, I was yeah. surprised you returned. I was <laughs> fully expecting to show up to an empty parking lot tonight. Maybe get beaten with a sack of oranges. In fact, I think you almost booked this episode. Basically, I, I pretty yeah. much kind of did. So <laughs> we can we can talk about the money part later. Yeah, I didn't but. expect the return to happen so quickly. Like. For the for the listeners, it'll be like six weeks since they first heard you. But like this is like two weeks later. You're what are you putting in between? Are you stoked? Oh, I got all kinds of stuff. I watched the Royal Rumble live and reacted to it. Oh, nice! <laughs> you're you're gonna get shut down. Just uh, Les- yeah, Leslie like, Jones, just uh, former uh, SNL cast member. She just NBC said that she can't tweet about the Olympics she can't, anymore. Like, yell about the Olympics or whatever. And like, I don't. How are they gonna stop her? But also, the Olympics are fucking lame. Like that's the best thing you had going. I will say. We watched some of the highlights of uh, of some of the figure skating bits. Okay. And there was some fucking sassy, shady Australian just, like, talking shit. So I, I, that was pretty good. Okay, I'll take some shit talking figure skating. Like, if that's... But that's it. That's the only... Everything else was just, like... I don't know, like lackluster Australians. They're, oh no, <laughs> slalom or whatever the fuck. I don't, like, it doesn't... They're not great. I but, saw the luge today. Ooh. And uh, and I didn't. Re- they do tandem luge where two people like lay on top of each other and they're on the sled. And I was like, <laughs> "You have what? To, yeah, like that's a thing. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, literally, it's like <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? It's like do sport. You see, you see like a helmet here and he's underneath, and then the, and then like a helmet here, and they're like literally like on top of each other on the sled, and then they're just both like, oh shit, oh shit, oh, yeah, shit. oh yeah, no, I, is I, it I, like like a face up, face down? No, no, no they no, don't sixty nine down the <laughs> down the. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's uh, like uh, you know. think about it as like writing in a t- in like a uh, one of the log flume rides, but there's no log flume, and you're just accelerating down a icy hill at uh, seventy miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, like uh, having someone strapped to your back, but then laying down on a sled. Do they have okay. a t- <laughs> do they have a two person skeleton? The face first one. Oh, I've heard By the way, that. fucking dope ass skeleton. name for an event like two person skeleton. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I was just sitting here thinking, like, I'd see that band. Yeah, I'd go see two. Mm. Yeah. Two-Person two Skeleton is probably a really good, like, drummer, bass player, noise rock band. Come on out to Fletcher's tonight and check out Two-Person Skeleton. It would be, like, a three-person band, ironically. Oh, oh that would be even better. Yeah. yeah. I like, like you know. I like that a lot. They'd have some awful, <laughs> like, 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 really, like, weird conjoined twin logo. Like, mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, The drummer drew it himself. Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, because he's the conceptual artist for the... Mm. Got got two kick drums, and it's on both of them. It's not even, like, a different logo or two that interlap. Oh. Just, you just did it twice. It's, like, <laughs> it's really good. Beautiful. Yeah, anyway, it's yeah. stupid, but fucking two skeleton, they're amazing. Two <laughs> skeleton is so good. How, how do we end up talking I about the Olympics? Uh, uh, what's her face? Well, Royal I was. Rumble. Oh, yeah, no, I was just being a Royal, dick and interrupting you. Royal Rumble. Oh, I'm sorry. How did we talk about yeah, the Olympics? I just Les ignored Jones you. Jones in there. And you're like, you hear what NBC <laughs> did to Leslie? I was, I was just excited. I finally got a celebrity name right after. 
You said I was going to get deplatformed and then you brought up Leslie Jones. I think that's where you got it. You're like, speaking of deplatforming, right. she can't speak on the Olympics anymore. Anyway, John, you figured you had something to say. Go ahead. I Honestly, I was almost like, can I just let them run for another 40 minutes? You probably can, but yeah. it's going to get but weird. But then I'm like, is this my show? But you already said it's the leak with Paul and Mike. So <laughs> like, this is a swap cast. I, I, introdu- I introduced you as a special guest. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why you're getting so upset. Yeah, it's 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 um, Olympic reference. It's me handing off the baton to the next generation of podcasters. <laughs> yeah, the good news is you still get to edit this, though. So yeah, I enjoy that part. It's fantastic. It's good. Who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, Sheamus. Who's your favorite wrestler, Paul? I haven't watched wrestling since the mid '80s, so probably uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I also do not watch wrestling. My two favorite wrestlers are Warhorse and Danhausen. Uh, yeah, I know about Danhausen, but I haven't seen any of his work yet. He's uh, he's very nice and very evil. Yeah. I mean, does John Cena count? He's been a treat lately. Oh, on Peacemaker. Oh, yeah, uh, he's oh, an actor yeah. who used to wrestle. Sure, yeah, he's like yeah, The yeah. Rock. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched wrestling in a long time, so the Rumble was like, it's it's literally it's like that is like a singular event that you can like. Watch it and be like, "That was fun." Oh yeah, yeah. And then not have to like worry about wrestling for the rest of the year. There know? was a there was a it while was, where it was, it was actually bad. I was like, <laughs> the same the same people that, that were listening to ICP were also into ECW wrestling because like yeah. the two kind of went hand in hand. So like, sure. I watch a bunch of that shit for a while, but they're like, "Oh, here, check out this video of a guy cutting his head open with a razor," and I'm just like, uh. "I mean that that stuff used to be fun." Uh, we went to a, a local wrestling event know, like maybe three years ago nice. um, where for did Halloween uh, at the. At the Tall Cedars Lodge off of Putty Hill. Incredible. <laughs> fucking, fucking awesome. It was so good. It was legitimately great. I, I, I will say things like that in person have to be so much. Like, I went to Monster Jam. Nice. Incredible. So much <laughs> oh, I believe fun. It. That's fun. Like, so this, we, it was a Halloween thing, right? And it was advertised as them having a costume contest. There would be prizes for yeah. costumes. Yeah. So we showed up in costumes. Only us. No one else in this fucking audience got that memo, apparently. The memo that was plastered on the goddamn flyer. Beautiful. No costumes and no contest. No one said a fucking thing. We just showed up in these goddamn costumes. But may I ask like what you were dressed people. as? I don't remember, honestly. I would tell you if I remembered, because that was not the most memorable part. I don't think you'd keep that. So we showed up in these fucking something. costumes, and we, and we ended up in, like, the... Because our friend was dating, is now married to, uh, the guy who was, like, the ring announcer... And did some of the color commentary, um, which is great. Shout out to Keith. Um, so we ended up in like the second row, right behind this row full of like super enthusiastic, like 11 and 12 year olds. Is like some kid with their dad and then all of his friends with like, you know, the, like the, 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 the flop. Oh, friend, of course. Oh, yeah. The yeah, friend yeah. with the flop haircut oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the friend with the mullet and the baseball hat with like a Metallica logo. And then the friend who was allowed to have spikes on his jacket. Oh, oh. shit. Like just. Not not quite that tough, maybe, but like it was like that kind of little motley right. weirdos. The beginning, the beginning toughness, you know. So at first, I think they thought we were making fun of them and or the show because we got there. No one else is in a costume. Uh, You're just dressed as a large chicken. Like. Yeah, just like I, I guess I'm a Frankenstein for no good reason. <laughs> uh, sure, why not? Uh, and we decided to go all in. So like whatever they said, we would react as as big as we could, and everyone thought we were fucking with them at first. And then they got really into it, and then it got great. It was a really fantastic experience. Would go again, but the plague. Oh, yeah. The, the yeah. plague did kind of end professional wrestling in Baltimore. Uh, I think they just had a big event this weekend. All right. Actually. Never mind. It's yeah. back. It's back, baby. <laughs> we, we did it. We, we did it. Pack it. <laughs> we God did it, America. We did it. <laughs> I did I did get a Facebook event invite for some uh, uh, 
like minor league wrestling event being held outside of the movie theater in East Point Mall. I, I, how do you, how do you say no fine. to that? Like, uh, you know, it's it, it's still a plague out there. So I'm really right, rolling well. the dice on. I'm trying to distribute the risks. Well, like, you said it was outside, we're playing though. Playing some shows. It's in a mall. Yeah. It's not outside. It's just know. outside of the movie theater in the mall. No, I, I would right? say like wrestling event is probably on the, you know. It sounds like a lot of fluids, right? Yeah, the danger <laughs> level is probably high. Well, as a participant, you know? sure, but. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What am I going to go to lose? I, uh, so, like, <laughs> we still use the color-coded just, just, level just, charts. That's like an orange-red, like. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> it's so, like, like, and so is going to shows is kind of up there feel like too but i'm also gonna do some of that so like i gotta, I gotta sprinkle I, I, out how much i'm gonna test i've been fate, dipping you know I mean? my toe back in that water i was supposed to go to autobar last night i was telling john but i was a little too tired and honestly it felt like it was going to be a bigger crowd than i was probably gonna be comfortable with the good news is i'm playing autobar saturday and there won't be a crowd nearly that size so like i should that's, be like perfectly I'm, I'm, going on, I'm gonna come on saturday oh hooray play. so like that's why i'm not going to other shit this week yeah, I think that's you know completely I mean? fair and reasonable. It's like I'll I'll take one round uh, running through no man's land and dodging the bullets at a time. You know, have you had COVID? Have either of you had no. COVID? No. Oh man, we're in a we're, we're in a quiet little safe group here. Like, I mean, I've been working from home full time since 2018 mm. already. So like, nothing about my day to day routine changed at all. <laughs> when all this shit happened it was just like one day twitter was about one thing and the next day it was all about this forever <laughs> and like that's the difference and there was way better youtube content all of a sudden every youtube channel i liked got like new gear and a lot more videos because yep. everyone's home mm. so uh you know it's been great for me <laughs> this is pandemic marked improvement in mike in mike's life got it i, I mean inside look on the on the D and D sheet, right? Like some of those attributes are pretty high for me for COVID, right? Like not all of them. No, not all great. No, nope. some of them are pretty fucking good. I'm not gonna lie. That's fair. Listen, That's I fair. got a lot of sick eBay scores. When COVID hit. People started having to sell off gear because they were scared to death or whatever. That's a good point. I really, this, I, this, I didn't capitalize we're, on we're that. Far at all. enough into the show where I can start sounding like a goddamn ghoul. Yeah, no, go ahead. But yeah, I definitely, I, I bought so much shit. Lots I of this microphone. Sales. My God, choice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did the, the estate sale where I bought the Stephen King microphone. Oh, yeah. That that RE20 that's on the bottom cabinet yep. is from the radio station in Maine that Stephen King owns. Wow. So maybe he talked into it at some point. I don't know. It's a broadcast mic from a tiny radio station. How many could they have? Odds <laughs> are as good as not that he did. Yeah. I can't prove it. You can't prove he didn't. Yeah. So that's the Stephen King mic. Right. And I got that on eBay for like $200. I, I, I just love that everything tonight are stories you can't prove by Mike. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. You Clowns touching like, buttholes, microphones you know, from Stephen King. That's the mic. Yeah, we well, fucking people want Joker. facts. Boo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> idiot. That's no fun. These stories are better. Yeah, so how'd the band start? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, there was this clown. Yeah, yeah there was this clown. <laughs> I said, get away from my girlfriend. <laughs> uh, although circling around, circling back around to Craigslist yep. ads for band members, the way Christy got into Queen Wolf uh -huh. was that our, our original lead guitar player moved away and, and quit the band and left. Uh, yeah. And we knew we didn't want to... Like, we wanted to find someone who could play, obviously. That would be nice. I, I think you did that. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but like, white guys are a fucking drag. 
a yeah. lot of a lot of us. Yeah, there's three of us yeah, here, and gentle, I agree. gentle listener. I don't care how you <laughs> feel about it. Like white guys are fucking drag a lot of the time, and like I know I've been one my whole life, so I've seen it. I know what we are. I've lived it. It's fine. I like I like a lot of us, but like, how many do you need in a band? <laughs> yeah. How much? How many of that perspective do you need? To you're like, I got it. All right, I got. So like, we put up an ad in one of those Facebook music groups. I say we, it was I. Mm. I put up an ad in one of those, you know, Baltimore seeking musicians, whatever, mm-hmm. that said some shit like loud guitar band seeking guitar player. It's a bonus if you're a lead player, because the one we have is definitely not. That's me. Uh, <laughs> preference to not white guys. Like if you're not a white guy, hit us up. Yeah, you, you know. <laughs> I, I was about to I was about to qualify it a little and soften it, but no. The original thing was like we're we're looking for non-white dudes. If you are not a white dude and you want to be in a <clears throat> fucking guitar rock band, hit us up. Hit us up. We got a van and a space, and it was like seventeen emails, varying on a scale from well, I am a white dude, ha ha ha. I play bass. I like three eleven. What do you, you know, all, the way, all the way up to just like fuck's wrong, white dudes, bro. Uh, and one message yeah. from one Christy McDonald saying, hey, not a white dude. I play guitar. want to be in a band. Like, cool. Let's meet at this Starbucks. And we're already like 50% like, that's pretty, you sure? I mean, saying let's in. meet at Starbucks yeah. is a pretty white guy move. But Well, it was, I'm just, that, that was the place. It was the closest available coffee place. That's like, fair. we're in public. Like we we knew this was this was a lady who was younger than us. You're like, let's not be creepy about it. Let's meet in a public, well lit place. Let's not be ICP about this. <laughs> right. So we were like, please get onto the the Juggalo bus. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we're gonna need to see an audition. Yeah. So so we hung out. With hey, Christy are you a like, lady? We have a van and a room with no windows. <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid pitch. So we so we hung out with Christy for like 20 minutes or something. We're like, okay, yeah, you're, she's she's in. It hardly it basically doesn't even matter if she can play or not. Right. No. We the, like her. You're in. You want to hang out? And just be in a band. Did, did it matter if cool. the rest of us could play? No, clearly not. <laughs> um, but then, but then she showed up, and you know, she, she is Christy. Yeah, whales. Ridiculous. She's uh, gentle listener. Uh, the other guitar player in my band, Queen Wolf, uh, Christy McDonald, has a degree in jazz guitar. Like she can really play, like for real, play right. guitar. Uh, and I certainly cannot. She, she gets paid play. to play guitar. Yeah. So she shows up for the first practice and like the straight up like movie style plugs in and just and I started just laughing at her. <laughs> All right, great. So like we finished playing and and we had to remember to be like, oh yeah, you're in the you're in the band. Like that's right. yeah, you were already in. Yeah. We, you were like we told her like you were in before we heard you play like we already liked you but like now you really please join please join our band. <laughs> Hell yeah, John! You've been events. Have you had the awkward audition? Either way, were you the auditionee or auditioner at any point? I uh, don't actually. <laughs> no, I'm great and comfortable with everyone. So yeah, no, uh, I got one story where it's like we were uh, trying out a drummer for. Uh, my old band Vor, uh, and we were we we were booked to play. The Check them out on bar. Spotify. Yeah, so we were we were booked they to play the bar, and it just 03. having that. Um, so we play we play to like drum loops, and I build guitar loops off the drum loops. Oh, the Smashing Pumpkins. So method. it's already sort of locked into a thing, but uh, this individual wanted to be like, well, maybe we don't need those drum loops, and I was like, well, I, I don't have a bass player or another guitar player, so this is sort of how we do it. You can like play too. <laughs> 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 so 
Um, anyway, long story short is like we did two practices where it was like, oh, this might be okay. And then the next practice, they didn't, they, they literally were like, yeah, I actually didn't have any time to like practice any of this stuff. And, and you just kind of have to have that. You don't want to say, I don't want you to play with us. <laughs> so you just do a lot of like, yeah, it's just, you see, the thing is like, <laughs> it's just kind of, it's not you. What so, I'm thinking here is that maybe, <laughs> so you just dance around it for a while. So here's the thing to know about me. I have one kidney. And that's not the only medical thing that has tried to kill me in life. Yeah. Um, so I don't have time to fuck around with that. Like when it's when you're out, you are out. Yeah. I will. We we will have a conversation. <laughs> there is there is the door. I don't need to be mean about it or nothing. But like, I don't have. I'm all the way yeah. out of fucking time to be like, oh, you know, maybe they'll figure it out. Like, no, you, you probably won't. Like, I can I can tell. I can tell when you won't. Just, mm-hmm. I just changed the band <laughs> name and and schedule repractice or reschedule practice. We're like, oh, we're Wednesdays, and we're now Subsonics, which is a better <laughs> name anyway. <laughs> Please come uh, on out and see the Tubsastics. <laughs> Tubsastics. Uh, but I am excited. My friend Zanoush did hit me up, and she asked me if she wanted to record one of our unrecorded songs, and I was like. Yes, let's do that. Excellent. Because we can take one song and we can actually like think about it, and then like if we want to do things like add drums, we can do that. And so it's kind of cool, because the first album is very. It was like a, it was just a recipe. It was like oh yeah, riff, loop, like right. noise, mm-hmm. you know, deconstruct and then do it again. So I, you know, I guess once we did that seven times, I was like, let's not only do that. Let's like figure mm-hmm. stuff out. And then of course like. Um, we were taking like a break and then COVID and then it's just like, so it's funny that you mentioned COVID cause there's so many people I know now that have done individual music projects as a result of COVID. Like they were people that I always knew as being people who were always in bands and then COVID hit. And you know, a lot of these people either have kids or, you know, not that situations have changed, but they didn't want to put any more extra risk in. So like, yeah, I just got garage band. I started doing these things and they slap them up on the internet. I'm like, stop being better at this than me. Like I'm at least being risky and being around human beings, but you're writing good music Mm -hmm. safely. And that's not fair. (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I hate doing that. I have zero fucking interest in being a solo. Oh, I can't do it. I, I, I could, I have, I've played solo shows. Mm-hmm. It's fucking stupid. I don't <laughs> like it. Would, it feels bad and dumb. Maybe it's because I'm not, I'm, I'm not built for it. Some maybe it's because I'm a bass player, in. but like the idea of a solo, like, oh man, I need to book that though. Just me playing bass one night. No effects. Just. I don't think like, I look, I like, I obviously I like to make the Jun Jun noises. I like to be in a band. I like to play songs, all that stuff. I don't think anyone needs to hear specifically from me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my point of view is that fucking important and yeah. crucial that like people must know what I think. I must get my songs out. I don't think so. No, I'm not even interested in what I do by myself. <laughs> like it's got to exist in a context, right? It's there's got to be like an ensemble cast. Like I don't want right. to. Who's that guy who did swimming to Cambodia? Who's that that monologist? Who am I thinking of? Uh, Fuck. It's a guy. Right, because that shit sucks. Why would you know his name? Oh, Spalding Gray. Right, Spalding Gray. (laughs) Fucking who cares? He's going to sit there and talk for an hour and a half. I got to learn everything about your mom. Get fucked. This sucks. I don't want to do that. So, like, I need to be in a band. I don't. Like, Chris, like Christy has been like, well, one day, like, like I've told him, like, one day, obviously, I will be too old and fucked up and broken with all the medical things that are wrong with me to be able to sure. play like this. Like, I won't be able to carry amps. 
and scream about it and make the jun-jun noises. And I'm not interested in doing anything other than that. Right. So the idea that, like, well, then, you know, what if you played, like, you could do, like, a mellow post-rock thing. You could start playing the blues Just solo. I'm not going to do any of that fucking shit. I don't care. It the sucks. Mo- the moment I see you doing a mellow post-rock thing, I know it's a it's trap. It's never going to happen. I, just, I don't like it. It's a setup if it happens. Like, I don't want to do it. I don't, I, like, I'm not so, like, when I can't be in bands anymore, I'm not going to make music anymore. Because I won't care to. Right? Like, it's yeah, just not I mean, going to happen. Yeah, so, okay. like, I did none of that over the over the break. Like, I was still working on Queen Wolf songs. I bought stuff I to some, do it. Although, I did do some movie score stuff with Chris. That's fine. That's cool. But, like, you're not going to catch That's me different. out playing a solo show. Yeah, I, I bought equipment to, like, I thought, oh, maybe I'll, you know, take this time to better myself and explore. No, I didn't. I just, <laughs> I, I, I sat around miserable for two months until I could convince my bandmates to come back to my basement and play far away from each other. And, and we wrote a record and recorded it with you so I mean I'm happy with that outcome I mean I I spent a lot of time leveling my skills up so I could make that record sound nicer it worked out it's fine but I didn't write a solo album is the point of that story (laughs) yeah I uh I never felt my space was very conducive to like you know I was in Hamden for a little bit but I've actually like moved for just to like get my head right Uh I was kind of like I'm done with this situation yeah but now I'm in an even less conducive space for creating where it's like I'm basically relegated to headphones for the most Mm. part so I mean right now this is conducive with this fucking nonsense above us those those of you with good ears as it was really exciting as as Mike was getting more animated the music next door was getting louder like they were responding or feeding off your energy he's like they're like fuck they're podcasting again (laughs) (laughs) I mean hopefully a lot of this can just get kind of you know high passed out. Yeah, yeah, like like a lot of the. I mean, I, this is watch. I'm gonna say this and then listen to this. It'll be atrocious. Generally, the bleed in the room, like from outside, yeah, sounds way worse standing in here than yeah. it ever sounds in the mics. I'm thinking you know? that too. I'm actually not super worried about it. I'm yeah. just like, although there used to be like there have been times. There was this band that practiced right here for a while that was so loud. It was like a drummer and a bass player with two SVT fridges. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was trying to do vocals with Tony Pence, um, which was, you know, it's like screaming hardcore stuff. You know, he just shouty, shouty. And it was too loud to record that with a handheld microphone. Wild. Because, like, he would, you know, it would be like, shout a phrase! Shout a phrase! (laughs) (laughs) And you could still kind of hear the, like, it's just awful. Right. So this is not that bad, but you know this 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 place has challenges. The upside, though, is it's enormous. I was gonna say, as as practice spaces go, this is not bad. I used to practice in a uh, an outside storage unit in yep. Crofton. Done that, um, and that sucks. And we we would. If it was winter time, we'd have to go over and turn on like six space heaters, and then go to the Wendy's across the street and wait for things to get warm. And those six space heaters, all of our band equipment, one computer, and I think two or three arcade cabinets were all running off of two extension cords. God. Now the fun part about that is one of the guys in the band at the time, Josh, he was the manager at that storage facility. So in the summertime, they would get complaints because people would have their windows open, sound would carry more, and he'd just come in every morning and listen to the answering machine of everybody going, I think there's a band over there and that's illegal, and he would just delete every single one of those. And we existed that way for a long, long time. Uh, But yeah, if I never go back to a, a public storage, not 
the brand specifically. Thank you, Public Storage, for your help. Uh, but if I ever go, I, I hope I never go back to that. I'm now, I'm, I'm ultimate lazy. Like it's in my basement now. So, you know, your basement's a pretty nice setup. It's it's not bad. I feel like I've done a good job setting it up. I feel like I've played enough crappy places that it was worth doing, and I'm glad people are willing to come over to my house and drink my beer. I would be like being surrounded by loud bands here is annoying and a bummer sometimes, but boy, I'll be real fucking sad if we ever lose this room because uh, it's it's so big. And the room a lot is of cool. shit. I also I frankly as much as I like having my own practice space in my basement, I miss all the weird, awkward interactions of being in a shared space with other weirdos who think their music is good too especially like when I, I when i used to smoke cigarettes and stuff like you'd go outside and be talking to people it'd just be the weirdest conversations or the strangest people or like somebody was doing something borderline sketchy at all times i you know i don't know we're not i think we're not very approachable looking folks or something no not now we don't uh <laughs> yeah so we don't we don't get that kind of interaction mostly yeah we're all wearing black, you know. <laughs> usually I'm always wearing black, so it's like, oh, this is great. But anyway. I, you didn't have to tell anyone. <laughs> Your secret was, of all the shit I was going to blow you up about, it was like, oh, he's a liar because he's wearing green. <laughs> he's pretty racist, but he's also a liar. Christ. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I don't, think me and, I don't think me and Chuck project friendly, really. It's, it's funny. People have told me I project either really friendly or intimidating. And the intimidating, I do not understand. Yeah, I don't I mean, like, I'm a bigger dude with a beard. Like, that's the... Sometimes that's all it takes. If you're, well, you know, you're, you're a bigger dude like... with a beard and some tattoos. Right. I mean, I also don't think I'm particularly but intimidating. My, my tattoo but is I've a dog astronaut. Like... Yeah, no one actually looks at what well, they that's, are. That's though. probably a good point, you know. Man. One of these days, I'm going to get me one of them tattoos. Oh, man. They're so much fun. It's gonna make You're me gonna look pay, so. It's gonna make me look so much more mature and cool. You get to pay somebody a bunch of money to hurt you for a while, and then you show your friends. So, sounds like my uh, Vimeo page. <laughs> I don't have a Vimeo page. Uh, my next tattoo is Alf. That's happening in a nice. in a week, so I'm really excited about that. I have zero tattoos. Not not one to two. Somehow, I used to have my tongue pierced when I was like. See, I've 20, never had, I never had a about. piercing. I've never had a single pi- piercings scare me. It, it was fine. Yeah. Um, maybe shouldn't have started with the tongue, but that's <laughs> sort of person I am. Yeah, and it was fine. Go hard. I mean, it hurt. It definitely was not comfortable. It was a bummer. And like the third day, I was trying to eat something and like bit down and like the top ball went on one side and the other so it twisted my tongue Uh, that was a terrible feeling I I could not even if I wanted to which I don't I couldn't get my tongue pierced anyway because I can't stick out my tongue oh yeah me neither Oh yeah, yeah. Did it anyway. Hurt like fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. It would hurt a lot yeah. for you too. Yeah, no, yeah. They would. It would look. Oh, yeah. It would just be oh, like a God. ring through the end. It yeah. would just not. The guy. The, like when I was getting it, and I got it done at Sticky Fingers and Fells. Point, of course by you the did. Way, on new, on like New Year's Day when I turned like nineteen, I think. <laughs> um, but the guy was like, "So like your tongue's kind of short. The webbing's really close. Like it's gonna hurt a lot because that's where the nerves are." It's like, look, man, I'm already here. Like, right. All right. I've committed to this bit. Oof. Yeah, right. I was committed to the bit, but even the dude was like, this is going to be a bummer for you. It's like, I know, man. All right. It's fine. Do it. And then it was. Yeah. Never intentionally pierced. But for me, it's the, the thought of something going all the way through me. Like, uh, 
tattoo needle, it's not bad. It's just top surface. It's like, mm-hmm. if after a while it feels like a sunburn, like it's not. So, now, yes, some tattoos hurt, especially in certain locations, sure. but generally mm-hmm. it's not too bad. But yeah, people are like, oh, it's not bad. You, like, you'll just hear a little pop when the needle goes through. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's enough. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, no, mine was the opposite. He's like, this is going to be bad, and it's going to take like a while. So like, it's going to be bad for, for a minute here. And it's rolling up to Claire's and getting your tongue pierced. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you put your tongue in this gun, please? That's, is that a Kiss song? <laughs> I think it is now. Put your tongue in my tongue gun! <laughs> His tongue is the gun. I tried I tried to get into and understand Kiss in high school. It I turns the out same. they're not very good. Mm-hmm. Same with The Doors. Um, I don't know if you've heard The Doors. I but, uh, despise like, The Doors. Yeah, their music isn't any good, and that's the problem with listening to them. Huh. Honestly, I think the music was fine. It was just really <laughs> shitty poetry. It's really not. You should try again. No, it's fine. It's no good. It's just fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. Mm. Overrated guitar player. I said it. Yeah, I don't want to listen to it, but it's fine. I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, that's... like, like compared to what though? Yeah. Like how fi- like how fine does it have to be to be fine? Like my bass solo project. We're, we're already talking about. I'll, I mean, look, I'll listen to that before I listen to the fucking doors. <laughs> I gave the soft parade such a chance, and it's fucking trash. The soft parade. Isn't that that Doors album? Oh, I thought. That was, that I thought every play? Doors was album the, was just the greatest I thought hits. That was a band. I was like, oh. Or is that the? Uh, Wait, that might not be the doors. Is that someone else? Well, the good news is, is it doesn't uh, John, matter. John can fix it. I'm pretty sure that album is. <laughs> Wait, I'll work <laughs> in there. No, please. You know what? <laughs> Let me make some work for you. You know yeah. what? Don't don't <laughs> even do that edit. I'm saying yeah. it right now, and I hope you hear it before you try to cut that up. Don't do the edit. I don't care. The doors don't matter. They fucking blow. Okay, it's trash music. <laughs> Fucking CIA MK Ultra plant trash garbage. I've become the engineer for the leak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in some ways, it's a promotion. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you were off the show, but right? Now you're, now you're back. Yeah. Uh, welcome, welcome. I want to welcome back <laughs> yeah. to the show, John Glennon, our, our new production manager. <laughs> it's like great, you know. John. If you could do something about this background noise, though, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a good look Jim for your first Morrison time. Back. Biographer John Glennon joins <laughs> right. us on the show yeah. today. Let me just get an isolation for that. So I can isotope it away. All right, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. What other bands suck? It's dumb, and it, but it's, it's a music always, I like. It's always every band, and I agree. I'm into but it like, though. Every time I come to a practice space, it's always that band is the yeah. one behind the wall. Like always, right. like usually an okay version of that, which is this is okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's not fine. amazing or anything, but it's like just, yes, I compared too, to the Doors, I too had those first two Norma Jean albums. Uh, yeah, I would listen to this all day over the Doors. <laughs> all right, uh, Doors or like the worst Megadeth album? Oh, I had a Megadeth story about. Oh, yeah, the answer is Megadeth. The Doors are trash. So what I about walked Megadeth? into a record and tape traders in 2007, and boy, that, my arms tired. That's not that, how the joke goes. Honest, honestly, <laughs> a record and tape traders in 2007 feels like an accomplishment there unto dis- itself. There was a display for Megadeth's United Abominations, and I was stoked. I said, "Wait, <laughs> Megadeth has a new album?" And I was right at the perfect point in my life where that, like, now that, did you have to shove anyone out of the way for that, or was uh, it pretty? Yeah, and I was. That's I. I immediately immediately was like, I'm getting that, and I can't tell you what's one song off of that album, but I will tell you that their 2004 album, which I forget the name of, had some pretty cool songs like Kick the Chair and Of Mice and Men, but if you've heard Hangar 18 and all the shit from 92, then you really don't need 
like, yeah. to, to listen to modern death. In the event that it wasn't perfectly clear, this is a podcast with three white guys. We are <laughs> currently cataloging anyway, Megadeth records. I'm just stoked. I mean, like, I, I was like, oh, wait, that was my... Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> I like Train of Consequences. That song's pretty good. Uh, yeah, pre- yeah, yeah. I don't hate them, but I also don't really listen to them ever, so... I, I, didn't, I didn't learn to appreciate metal until... I don't know, like well into uh, college somewhere. Like, it, it oh, was, see, I, I was, I went, I went from listening to oldies in my parents' car, mm-hmm, same, into metal, and then grunge real hard for like a half hour, and then <laughs> shitty punk for the rest of my life. Yeah. I, I went uh, oldies with the parents and a lot of southern gospel music because they're very religious and that's what they're into. So oldies on on WQSR and southern gospel music into. Gangster rap and pop rap of the oh, late nice. '80s, early '90s. So like the Ghetto Boys and MC Hammer and and Rob Bass, Third Bass, many other bass Not, names. Just I'm be sure. careful! Don't bring up anyone too aggressive because we know <laughs> John is a little bit sensitive to that sort of thing. We'll cut, we'll cut that. We'll cut, cut that. Cut <laughs> Guys, uh, to the gangster because I because th- again hair metal fucking tragically bad. Awful music. I thought rock and roll had died in the 70s. Like, if you asked me as a child, I'd be like, oh, yeah. So rock and roll, there's, like, the Beatles and then, like, Led Zeppelin and stuff in the 70s. And then you hit the 80s, and that shit is over! After that, it's all hair metal, which is garbage. It's, like, hair cuttery music. Like, uh, well, see, you know, I, like... I don't like Beatles and Led Zeppelin. That's fine. Yeah. But I do enjoy some hair metal. Now... Now I enjoy so, some hair metal. So it went from the, from the weird oldies to hip-hop... To then into punk rock because because I, I discovered punk rock and basement shows and all that sort of stuff yeah, in like yeah. the eighth grade. So the punk rock led to the grunge, and then from that to hardcore, just straight into like Victory Records and nice. and uh, and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So like metal, just like straight up like dudes playing guitar solos in Metallica it was just until I was probably in my mid twenties. Sometime mm-hmm. I was just like ah pu fucking <laughs> stupid music for dumb idiots. I don't care. I don't like guitar solos. Uh, whatever you're singing about with your wizards, and you, I don't give a shit. Except for Dio, obviously Dio oh, yeah, was I amazing. Mean, so always Dio. The, everything the, else, I was like, I don't. Who the? Why would I? You know, Converge exists, right? What is this fucking trash for? <laughs> this weird misogynist garbage. Dudes with giant hair who are obviously weird sexist playing music that sucks and sounds fake. Or there are dudes going, jun, 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 obviously I'm going to listen to that. Get the fuck out of here with your stupid. Ma- oh, Pantera, shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Have you heard Snapcase? Get fucked, nerd! So my v- That's how I felt about metal until probably like 23. Incredible. My fr- 25, <laughs> something happened, uh, and I learned uh, to appreciate gotcha. Led Zeppelin. Okay, it was literally that's a switch flip. One day, I went, oh, Sublime is awful, but I get Led Zeppelin <laughs> now. I used to like Sublime when I was straight edge. I don't know why, but that's I like Sublime. It's like, eh, I kind of like him. And then one day... Literally one day, I went, oh, no. <laughs> is, oh, I can hear it right now. This is no good. What, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing here? This yeah. is trash. My, my first large concert, like stadium concert kind of thing, was Meriwether Post Pavilion. And it was Metallica and was supposed to be Alice in Chains. But Alice in Chains had to drop off probably because of heroin, if I had to guess. Mm. Um, and so they replaced <laughs> Alice in Chains with Candlebox. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> yeah. Amazing what an incredible mismatch. night that was. Wow. Yeah, yeah. My uh my first <coughs> big real concert thing was Meriwether. Uh it was uh Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Oh, my, I'm uh, I'm my, insanely jealous of that. My friend way. Ricky Villanova in uh the seventh grade won tickets from ninety eight rock. 
So me and two other little idiots got free. Back when 98 seats. Rock played that, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoobastank wasn't invented yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they were amazing. I mean, like, I, I still am not a giant Heartbreakers fan or anything. Like, no, but I, that's, don't, I don't love Tom Petty, but, like, but that's a, a good band is a good band, and they were a great fucking band. That's a show that I almost, I, they were coming through, and I was just like, I'm kind of, I was on this kick where, like, especially after Prince died, because I was fortunate to see Prince before he died, uh-huh. and I was, I'm kind of getting into this, like, some of these more iconic people I did are just catch him now. Yeah. Catch him now. And I was like, man, I should get those Tom Petty tickets. I'm like, but I'll get the next time. Well. Oops. We all know we know how that I mean, went. That's that's what happened with fucking ZZ Top. We me and me and Oh here wife, we go ZZ Top again. <laughs> me and me and the wife were gonna go see ZZ Top at a biker rally in Ocean City. But then her cousin's wedding was the same day, and she was like, "You could just go to ZZ Top." Couldn't like, combine no, the two. I'll be events. cool and go to the wedding. And then Dusty Hill died, and I should have gone to that fucking biker oh, this rally. This was like recent. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 because, yeah. This was because those people are getting divorced. Let's be honest, statistically speaking. Who? Oh yeah. <laughs> Here's the see. You, it's a bummer. I want to make the joke with you because it's a good one. I've got things to say, but I'm related to these people now, so I can't. I can't make the joke. I related you. my dad. He's divorced twice. Well, I see one common denominator, bud. <laughs> <laughs> for for the listener, I looked at Paul like he's the problem. You see, that's the joke. It's right. funny if you explain the joke, John. Yes, no, it's it you, know, is, you have to explain uh, the joke. Funny now. or or triggering, depending on which which it, side of the mic you're on. Yeah, it makes you feel better, and it won't because this story sucks. One time in the eighth grade, my dad said, "We're getting divorced, and it's your fault." Oh, that's sick. Like you said it for real, right? Why would you do that? It's not true. They are still married. Ridiculous thing to say. Oh. Like, so what's worse, the fact that? They didn't get divorced, or that it was or, April Fools. Or, or if they got divorced, but then <laughs> it wasn't your fault. <laughs> I don't know. Hadn't thought about it. I didn't believe him then. Like I knew he was just being shitty then. Right. You know. It's just like, it's just like <laughs> stop it. You're being a child. That's a move, though. Like, right. But also, I was I don't know, like twelve, so like it sucked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but like I knew it was bullshit. Like I knew it was fucking kayfabe. I've seen wrestling. Right. But I also was like, ow, what are you doing? Yeah. Like when I was twenty-two, okay. my parents told me they were moving. Uh, back to Chicago, but that was just to get me out of the house. They subsequently divorced later, but never said it was my fault. I'm sure it partially was. Though. <laughs> I actually, actually, I'm more than sure. I actually worked real hard on that one. I'm kind of proud of it. So, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Also, didn't go see Dad marry new mom, and she's old mom again. So, uh, great. You, you totally skipped it. I uh, at some point I made a rule with Chuck where I wasn't going to learn his girlfriend's names <laughs> until they'd been dating for three months. Because there was there was a there was a churn and burn time of of swinging young Chuck Hannon's life, <laughs> uh, and he'd be like, "Oh no, my girlfriend." He was like, "No, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to learn it because it doesn't. It won't matter." And I was right. That's <laughs> <laughs> a story about how I'm antisocial. Yeah, we're learning things on this podcast, people. I mean, we're learning things. This is all kind. I don't know how much I'm learning. To, yeah, I kind of knew you were antisocial before, but sure. We're learning to have no appreciation for classic metal. Okay, that's true. Even though I sing the way I do, I do not like Judas Priest full stop. Don't like it. That's fine. There's that one album with the really good drumming, whichever album was that recorded the drums in the foyer of Ringo Starr's house. Mm. I don't remember which Judas Priest album that is. Those drums sound great. That's the only good thing I have to say for you about Judas Priest. I mean, most of the time, and and this is going to offend all of your listeners, because I'm sure all of your listeners are strong Judas Priest fans, but most of the time, anybody who's going to get upset about you saying something like that is probably also getting into a fight over football at a shitty bar in Dundalk, so you're okay. 
That's probably true. It's one of my favorite things in life is when some dude asks me about like a like sport, like fo- especially football. They say like, "Oh, did you see the, the whatever?" Like, nah, man, I don't really, I don't really know anything about football. I don't watch football. So you, and occasionally, some dude will push about it, and I have to be like, "No, I really like. I don't, I don't know how the game is played. No I don't know the rules. I don't know anything about it." Yeah. And then they'll start to try to explain it to me, and I have to. To forcefully say, you know, I'm like 41 years old. <laughs> if I'd wanted to learn how the children's field game works, I could have figured it the fuck out at any time. At any time. You're trying to tell me right now. Like, you want to explain it to me in this conversation right. how, like, it's that easy to do. Like, I could have picked it up. I don't give a fuck. Do you understand? Do you, I don't you were just ca- very I'm busy. busy living my life. There were doing no stuff that matters other than your children's field games. So no, Teach I didn't fish. see the Ravens do the thing. <laughs> I don't know what they do. I missed it. See, now, aside from the explaining it part, my mother is someone who doesn't understand that I don't watch football. I used to when I was a child. I grew up in Chicago, watched the Chicago Bears, Jim McMahon, great, you know, but after a while, I just stopped watching football. But every every time I talk to my mom on a Sunday, it's like, oh, did you see the Ravens game? I'm like, no, I've never seen a Ravens game. Mom, what? I used to like the Ravens. Uh, then, then they won the Super Bowl. I was like, that's not going to happen for a while. Man, I, you were right. I was tuned out. I, was I, I happened to have been at a Super Bowl party because oh, of this my at Super the time Bowl girlfriend yeah. and saw that game. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I feel like I got it. The one where the power went out. Right. <laughs> yeah, like I saw, I saw the super dramatic game where the home team won their first Super Bowl. Yeah. I feel like I've seen all of football. Do I need to see any no, other football? It, it's the same thing, but just different colored like uniforms. Like our, our brand new underdog team went through the season where they shouldn't have won, and then they won the big game. Yeah. yeah done. That's football, right? Rudy, that's that's Rudy. the story of football. Yeah. So I don't need to see any other football. Am I fucking correct? Right? Is it going to get better than that ever? No. I have to move yeah. to another fucking city that doesn't have a franchise and wait for it to build up to even get as good as the shit I already got. And now you want me to watch more football. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Why would I do that? This is why I don't watch it. Just want to say hi to Tostitos. Yeah, They're yeah, sponsoring yeah. us for Super Bowl Sunday. We are recording this podcast Super Bowl weekend, so Tostitos, uh, here's, uh, here's how taste much the salt. I don't know about football. I thought the Super Bowl was last weekend, uh-uh. so like I went they out to week I went out to eat with my family for my birthday, thinking like, all right, well, great, no one will be in the fucking restaurant because it's Super Bowl weekend. Didn't even check. That's how confident I was with my <laughs> ignorance of football. It's like, oh yeah, that's when it is. Because I think like because it was last year. Right. So right. I'm like, oh, it's like my birthday. It'll be the it's, same. It's the same every year. It's not how the fuck it works. Why would it work that way? But that's how much I think about football. We got there, right. and I went, oh, I bet it's like next week or something. Now I might tune in. For the, I might tune in for the halftime show. I will not, sir. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I, I, it's uh, aftermath. Dr. Dre and like Eminem and everybody. Oh, then definitely not. Yeah, no, never. Mind. I'm gonna watch. It's the gonna be a big. Uh, I will watch the Puppy Bowl it'll instead. Be a, it'll be a medley with giant floating stages and stuff. It'll. Ugh. That's what it'll be. Eminem was one of those things right. that really like it was a dividing line with yeah, my yeah. peers <laughs> when he came out. Where like there were people I knew and whenever that happened in high school. Maybe. He also feuded with ICP. Yeah, like I feel 90, like it keeps coming 90, back to ICP. Yeah. So that was like that's the year I graduated high school. So like that year, right? There were people who were like, "Oh, Eminem's amazing," and I was like, "Oh, we're." We're not going to be friends in college. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, well, bye, so man. So this is goodbye. So this—that's. Oh, this is how it ends. Okay, <laughs> I'm serious because that was like, a, no, guys, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Although of the Detroit rappers, much prefer him to, than to Kid Rock. I mean. Yeah. 
I would, yeah, sure, I but like ICP is also yeah, from Detroit. Say, right, so. yeah. Here we go. Right, right, back we're, we're back around. We, we, uh, and um, they had a rivalry. Uh, my 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 dear wife, very Katie homophobic Rouse, ri- rivalry. Consistently uh, yeah. surprised with my with my knowledge of and deep opinions on eighties and nineties hip hop, and and all the like and like how I know most episodes of Living Single. That's pretty impressive. Like from, I mean, I watched a lot of it, and and uh, uh, different world, like all those, all right. that stuff. I watched a lot of different world, but I, I didn't get into the, living single. I mean, it was uh, like the music I was into, the shows I was watching, it was all the same things. It's like, well, the, fucking, what else is there? This is this is what the interesting culture is. Yeah. So like, we'll be flipping through TV and be like, oh, that's this guy who was this character on that show, and he was, and then Sinbad was also. Oh, and you know, we should watch House Party sometime. If you've never seen it, and she's like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard what mu- I've heard what you're doing downstairs. What the fuck is this? Why do you know this? Yeah. Have you well? Have I thought you rock and roll was dead until like 1993. Have you seen they're doing a serious Fresh Prince of Bel Air now? Yeah. What the fuck? It's just called Bel Air. It's such a bummer. It's, it's so really silly. yeah. I you know I don't I really don't know how to feel about that. I'm not going to watch it. But. I mean I yeah I don't feel anything about it. It's it's a it's a joke that turned into a real show <laughs> and like that's. That's fine. Seeing, seeing, it's the same with. I saw that one football Super Bowl. I don't need to see any others. I've seen the peak. I saw the trailer for the show. What are they going to do that's going to be funnier or more compelling than that trailer as the pitch? We're like, like it's the Fresh Prince, but like it's serious. You can imagine how bad that is already before you see their two million dollar an episode version of how bad it can be. So like, I don't need to watch it. I've seen it. I've seen it in my little mind. I assume it's on some streaming service that I don't want to pay for anyway. So yeah, sure. It's on, it's on, you know. It's on the Magnolia Network. Sure. It's on, you know, kick a pee by, by CPU. I don't know, whatever apps are named it's now. You YouTube know? Red. Sure. This podcast also brought to you by YouTube Red. YouTube Red, yeah, it's the hot one. When you start putting this fucking shit on YouTube and making those, uh, making those ad dollars, you, uh, you don't yeah, actually yeah. get any of those ad dollars. No, it's true. I could throw ads on my show that people are definitely listening to. And I, could, <laughs> I, could, I, could, I could also do ad reads and place them at any point in the show, and if people listen to that part of the show, then that's somehow a monetization. Like right now. <laughs> at, an hour? Uh, and, <laughs> you put the ad read an hour? An hour in? in. That's nice. That's definitely like, going to be a you high. Got to bury the lead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, oh, I can't yeah. believe they're still chig chugging away. Those Are, motherfuckers usually have the stamina of a of a you know third they, time out sixteen year old. They did take a substantial <laughs> break, you know. I was, yeah, we did. We did catch an interlude. We got when, a good when amount. We first started, so yeah. I guess I'm just used to having it in the background all the time. I kind of don't notice when it's not there anymore. Yeah, but but now it's the only thing you can focus on. And I haven't heard any fine. vocals though this whole time. Nor will you. Right. <clears throat> there aren't any. Right. They just do that. That's cool. Sometimes they do it worse, but they're pretty tight tonight. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, yeah. I'm not mad at it. What are they called? Who would oh, know? I, I don't know. We don't, I don't have any friends. I don't know any of these folks. You could just name them. We're leaking their chug That it may, Maybe you know, that's, so. uh, what it, was it? This is Twin talent. skeletons or whatever that. <laughs> yeah. Double. Oh, yeah. Uh, two skeletons. Yeah, two skeletons. Two-man skeleton. Two-man skeleton. That's it. Skeleton. Yeah. All right. My favorite trio. That's definitely the name <laughs> of the uh, episode. At least. <laughs> it's not going to be a name of a band because that's going to take effort and work. I mean, maybe like, that's the name of our band. Yeah. Now we have a band. I'm we're in. a band and we're called Two Man Skeleton. We I'm, use drum loops. I'm in. All the stuff is here. All the stuff is here. He said, use the shit. It's here. So. Yeah, done. Yeah. <laughs> and look forward to our new single following this podcast immediately. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you, Venture. Yeah, yeah. I'll figure something out. We'll just take turns. Like Mike can do is, and then I'll just like. We all have like rigs. Maybe like we'll like remote. I, I will not do that. I'll yeah, tell you right no, now. There's like, not a anytime, chance. Anytime, anytime, like, I, 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 oh, wait, you're fucking busy. Yeah. I almost didn't come are, to this because like it's not. In, I learned it wasn't yeah. going to be in my basement, and I almost didn't come. So, <laughs> hey guys, this project requires equal effort. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't done it before. Not going to do <laughs> <Yeah>. it now. <laughs> I wish I like the idea of having more bands. In theory, on paper, is appealing, but like. Even if I had the time, I don't have that many ideas. Yeah, I was. Not, in, I wish I was that creative. I was in I'm not, five at one point. That's, that's it's too many. many. That's too many bands. In all of them, I play guitar in one of them. Okay, cool. I've never. I don't know if I've ever seen you play guitar. You shouldn't. <laughs> you really should not. I've seen you play uh, upright bass. I, I have played one of those. And yeah, and then bass. I play bass. I got a. I've got a violin and viola at home. I also don't suggest oh, that's you. Cool. Yeah. Are you like on the Suzuki method? I was. Yeah. I was in the cover. <laughs> the cover of the Suzuki method. Like even as a second grader was trippy. It had those pinwheels that would like even you kind of move the thing around and they'd spin. And <laughs> yeah. That set no, me down I, a path. I have no. I, I never saw any of that. I took piano lessons in like the fourth or fifth grade, but uh, <clears throat> I never bothered learning to read the music or how that works. I would just kind of watch Homeboy's hands and then learn it by uh, ear. Yeah. And once he figured out that I was doing that, he got really annoyed and, and kicked me out. I used to be able to sight read, and now I, I, it's like I've forgotten everything. Like I, I think I'm worse than when I before I even read music. Like man, I like I've tried sort of, but not that hard. I've never, I've just never been able to learn how to do any of that shit. It just doesn't stick. I don't know. I guess I'm a lazy and bad student. That's okay. But like the circle of fifths, I just can't. Like I look at it, and there's a large part of my brain that for some reason that says get the fuck out of here. Like, it just doesn't... Like with the Those fifth, are rules, man. Not Music's e- not about rules. Not even that. Like, I have, if I have a note, I can find the fifth. Right. Like, it's not hard. I don't need to memorize your fucking weird diagram about it. What are we doing here? And that kind of fucked me up from ever learning how to read music properly. Yeah, I, a-hole. I have binders of music theory from lessons I took, and I open it up. I'm like, I don't know what any of this is anymore. And I assume I use some of it. Like, I'm sure some stuck somewhere in there. I mean, I'm not I'm not an incompetent bass player, but at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know what any of this is. There's, pl- like, there's mo- like, it's, I don't have the language to describe it properly most of the, like, I don't know necessarily if it's an augmented chord, right. or if that's, a, is this an A7th or whatever the fuck, but you know, I'll be like, like Annie, no, it's the one that goes like, and she knows what the fuck I mean. Like, <laughs> just to torture myself, I just watch Rick Beato on YouTube and wonder what the fuck he's. I talking mean, it's about. way worse. Me and Chuck are just stupid. We have no, we don't know any of this shit. We're so just caveman stump dumb. <laughs> like no, it's sort of like it's like it's like slower. No, but not like tempo slower. You know, but like halftime. But it's not really halftime. And then it goes to this note and it does it like this. Whatever. And then Christy and Annie, who both have degrees, mm-hmm. can be like, <laughs> no, you go, you go like minds. flat and then the diminished. And here's like, should we do a B? No, B major, B minor. What do you think? Like this. All right, oh, and then it do, and then it's four measures of blah blah blah, and the walk around. You know, and it's like they like they have they have all the languages just describe it. Me and Chuck are going like, you make note, go yeah. done done done, <laughs> and then it. Good. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes oh, it's it's number four on the two string. Oh yeah. My. Yeah. Yep. And and P.S. I'm not in standard tuning at all, but Christy is, and Annie mostly is. So we can't even like look at each other's right. hands or be like, oh no, it's the fourth fret. Like it's nope. Yeah. Nope. You got to fucking good luck, stupid. I got to find it. Like, <laughs> it's a real. It's really embarrassing sometimes. Not because they are weird about it, but it just you know right. they they definitely know, and it's weird having to stand there being like. 
all right, I know that after the poop comes out of my ass, I know that the paper part gets the poop off, and then you get rid of all of it. But I don't know how to do any of this, so could you please explain to me again how to wipe my own ass? Like, that's how it feels right. every time when I'm there like, oh, what, 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 are you, what cord is that? And I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea. If it was a standard, maybe I could have told you where it was, but I don't know what this is anymore. It's like when a little kid tells you about dinosaurs. Like, you've never heard about fucking dinosaurs before. And you're just like, oh, that's amazing. You're right. so good at dinosaurs. And then they just, like, shake their and heads. I, and, and I'm the little kid <laughs> never have children. to Christy, like, how to play my stupid little riff for right. a song. You know what I mean? I make it go plink plink. It does a jun jun jun, and then it does here, and then it does this five times, and then this three times. Incredible. Yeah, me and Chuck are struggling over it, and Annie just goes, "Oh, like yeah, I got it." Yeah, no problem. Back to whatever she was fucking doing. (laughs) Right. Texting other bands. Waiting for you to tune. And you, Christy, did you get it? Yeah, I heard you. I can play anything whenever. Sure, go. I'll I'll be fine. And she is. Of course, of course, (laughs) she's a professional. She really is. Mm-hmm. I definitely am not. She gets paid. Like I said, she gets paid to play music. I've gotten paid to stop making music. Like, <laughs> really? I, I assume anytime I play a show and they give me money afterwards, I feel like it's like, don't come back <laughs> hey money. Guys, I'm, I'm still weirded out every time I get paid for doing anything music oh, yeah. related. I mean, I'll, still, I'll, I'll take yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, it's surprising. Truth, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll just send you a comic book. I will do barter. Hmm. Anyone who's gotten an invoice from me ever. The uh, the instructions at the bottom, you know, the little right. the little comic book copyright script <laughs> down at the bottom of the uh, things that you can make payment via PayPal, Venmo, uh, uh, sack, burlap sack with a dollar sign marked on it, or exceptionally clever animal laden with treasure. No one ever picks the animal option, and that it seems me like out. the harder option. I mean, if anyone would ever ask, I would tell you you will get a significant discount if you pay in treasure laden animal. Like, <laughs> how big of an animal and how much treasure are we talking? Like, what a do you got? A, a, hamster, we a hamster with a ring. Yeah. Okay. That sounds magical as fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll make a record for that. Sick. I mean, you have to take the hamster back. Here's the thing. He's just the messenger. I'm keeping the ring. Uh, that's fine. But like, he's just the messenger. Yeah. The animal. The animal's the delivery. Method. Oh, okay. So like, I don't. I don't keep Venmo when you pay me. So like, I'm not keeping that fucking hamster either. But the ring is mine. Well, this works. I have a former neighbor who oh, just gives away mine. dogs all the time. All you do <laughs> is attach some treasure to a dog and. Here you go. Keep your dog, but the <laughs> ring is mine. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know what this character is. I, yeah, I don't know. It sounds Tolkien-ish because it's talking about rings. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> We're coming back. You're coming back to that. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, your references mean nothing to me. Yeah, you had two weeks to... This shall yeah, not so pass. How, how, how white did we keep this podcast? We talked about uh, heavy metal. Right, got we it. talked about Lord of the Rings. Got it. Talked uh, about Geico. Yeah, talked about Geico. Yeah. I feel we talked about professional wrestling. We're yeah. like, uh, yep. We're like one stock tip and a ska song away from... Just removing all we did melanin. We talk about Sublime, though. So. Oh. oh, fuck, you're right. It's yeah. over. Yeah. It's fucking over. It. I'm going to have to return Shut my public down. enemy CDs. <laughs> you have to turn well, that, back in. That, that, says, that says John at ease, so that's good. I was really upset that the third base guy was involved in that NFT scam. Oh, yeah. Because I used to love third base. Oh, I don't. Yeah. That, so that Pop dumb goes NFT the website that there. everyone was tweeting about. And yeah, where they about. were stealing everybody's music and turning uh, the, it into NFTs. The NFT CEO is. of that company uh, is this dude who used to go by MC Search, who was in the the hip hop group Third Base. Okay. Yeah. That I used to really love in middle school. Damn. Did they have any other singles other than Pop Goes the Weasel? Um, 
None that were successful. There were uh, other singles from that album. There well, were I mean, other of videos. course, everything's a single like, if you gas gas face got some play, but it's not it's not like, it's not the best song on the record. So no, not not really. Now has has he turned any of his songs into NFTs, or is it like I would buy all of them? <laughs> no, I would not. Uh, I have no idea. Is this I, podcast an NFT now? It could be, and it can be yours. <laughs> Go to. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I haven't. I didn't, as soon as I heard about NFTs, I was like, "What? Are you, no, what are you doing? I doing that? I'm still not entirely certain, and the, I'm fine with that." There was a moment several years ago with Bitcoin where I where I went to our my my buddy Thagis, my dear friend Thagis, and was like, "Should we like?" set up a computer and try to mine some Bitcoin? Like, it seems like right. that's a thing. And he's like, mm, I think this shit's already over. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, so, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, probably. I definitely went, had that conversation like 15 years ago. Like, nah, yeah. it's not going to last. Let's go write some punk music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll be our meal ticket. If, if only we'd set up that, that mining cart, we could have had our Bitcoin stolen by some 12-year-old in Chechnya. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lost our Bitcoin wallet and ruined our. I'm. I still feel like I want to be like comp, like the compensation or like. I still feel like I want to like do a thing in order to like make money instead of this new world where it's like no, don't do anything. But most people who have money don't actually have to do a thing. They, yeah, they just say, set up a series of things that give I, them money. I used to think that until I finally figured out that any kind of wealth. Yeah, in, in any relative scale, which you would consider wealth, like a, yeah. a comfortable amount of wealth, any kind of wealth uh, from a nation level to an individual level can only come from crime. <laughs> it can only come from crime. Crime or an animal bringing treasure. Right, but I'm not paying taxes on that. Okay, well then that's, so that's crime. crime. That's you understand? Crime. It all crime. There is yeah. no, there's almost no one who just... I set you up by McGruff bringing you a gem. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and take it. <laughs> Fucking dare you. I can't do a McGruff John. That's you. I was like, do you think about McGruff all the time? A lot. A lot. I met him once. Anyway. <laughs> Man, Only you can accept these bars Jeez. of unmilled gold. Yeah. <laughs> Man. God damn it, the McGruff thing completely. I absolutely <laughs> forgot what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> oh, we were you were going on about wealth. It was going to be really important. I'm oh, sorry. Probably, I'm sure. Whatever. Wealth comes from crime. So, like, <laughs> no, just whatever whatever thing you're going to do, what, you're going to give me money for not doing anything? Okay, apparently it's the only way to get it. Doing stuff doesn't actually get you money. Right. It doesn't. His I know. Historically, it does not. <laughs> Only crime does. So, what we're saying is, thanks, so what crime. What I'm saying is, you better make sure McGruff the crime dog isn't wearing a wire. Yeah, which is, by I'm the way, trying. that's why I started cracking up over here because the scene that immediately began playing in my head, and it's animated but colored with crayons because that's how stupid this thought was, right? Was McGruff handing me this gem, and then immediately, like two of my guys come out of the darkness of this alley and start patting him down. We find that McGruff is wearing a wire. Like, who'd you talk to? Who'd you talk to, McGruff? I told you, no cops! You're supposed to come with the loot, no cops! And he's he's already he already works for the narcotics. He's, freak, he's freaking out. He's I, thought, hey, I thought he was a dirty dog. He's, he's just trying to explain to you that it's, it's, it's just designed, it's, it's not a wire, it's a collar designed to keep him in his yard. Like... <laughs> I was also crime pup or crime. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, it was crime dogs. But anyway, it doesn't matter. You're going to go down for this. And my crime was like recording someone's demo on a Saturday. Right. <laughs> Depending on the band, that could be a crime. 
God, look, if your if your music is a thing that you could get arrested for, please get in touch with me. I would like to record it. Mike Wallace. That sounds music. fun. Dangerous music. Well, all right, hold on. <laughs> it's just re-record. It's just, Wait a minute. We're just using unauthorized samples. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's back that up because there's fair. definitely some a bunch of stuff you could get arrested for that you stay the fuck away from. Right. Me. Like uh, if you're gonna sing about your time uh, as a as a roadie on the ICP tour bus Listen, in the '90s, I, you, then uh, then you owe me an explanation. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to record your lo-fi uh, national socialist black metal band. Right. Like everything about that is awful. Yeah. Uh, you fuck the police band, sure. Yeah, I guess you can't really get arrested we need for cool. that yet. So what we're saying is, we want cool crime. Yeah, your cool, your cool. your band that's about cool crimes. Get in touch. <laughs> cool crimes should just be a band. Cool crimes. Yeah, that's a good. That's that's our. That'll yeah. be our hip hop duo. I like that. It has to be a duo. Sorry, John. We know how you feel about this. No, but there's a DJ. There's always a DJ. It's still a three man. DJ Agro. Yeah, there's still kid and play and a DJ. Oh, well, that's right? true. I mean, Spin- Sp- Spinderella. Event- eventually, she got yeah. her you know her comeuppance. Not comeuppance. Her due. Her comeuppance. I'm sure she got comeuppance she too. She got what was coming to her. She knew what. Paul's got a vendetta. Spinderella, Spinderella knows what she did. <laughs> Here we go, here we go, they here said we go again. Sp- Girls is my weakness. You know. <laughs> you know. You know. I said spin it up one time. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you pushed it okay, all right? Merely okay. <laughs> what did I ask for? Real good. Not real good. Is it spin? <laughs> <laughs> spin. <laughs> Miss Dorella. <laughs> Oh, well, this has gone to shit. Yeah, yeah, and, and other 80s DJs we have pretend right. feuds with. Mm, uh, like, uh, thanks, John, for inserting that one. <laughs> no, what's his face? Uh, nope, you lost me. I'm now thinking about getting it's the just, shit kicked out of me just... by the bomb squad from Public Enemy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you take that, Spinderella. <laughs> and then Professor Griff just punches me in the stomach and I cry. Yeah. John just takes a really lazy way. He keeps dropping DJ Khalid every time I try to come up with a DJ name. Well, it took me a second, but DJ Yella from... Uh, uh, NWA, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's his name. He googled that, really folks. Great, I'm sorry, you can't see because no, this is not one of those video podcasts. Super like, <laughs> but oh, he no, just googled. You know I mean. he, he googled aggress- yeah. aggressive DJ, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> once he got past DJ Tanner. Oh yeah, <laughs> the most aggressive. The DJ. most aggressive. Well, she yeah, had a, well, which, had a rough period. Yeah. Well, I, I, she is canonically on the show. Stephanie is DJ Tanner. I just found out she is Kirk Cameron's sister. How did you just find out? Because I. I don't know. <laughs> I just what, never no. Do that. Explain to me how you just found it. Where were you? On uh, 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 home. Okay. Yeah. What were you doing? Just like just, just Hey, I'm gonna look up Full House cast members. <laughs> now that Bob Saget's <laughs> dead, Bob I want to see what's going on. That's how it came up. Wow. Just, you know. So is she also annoying? No, I don't. Think, oh wait. Oh yes. Oh the yeah. Uh, Candace like, Cameron. How did you know? We knew that then. Yeah, Candace Cameron is also a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's a bummer. I thought you were talking about the actress who played Stephanie. No, she's. Oh no, she's she seems great. Podcast yeah. bombs out there. You know? Yeah, she Candace seems, Cameron. Yeah, Candace Cameron. If you're listening, yeah. come fucking fight me. Yeah, like you know, <laughs> seventy five minutes into this podcast, fuck you, Candace Cameron. No, I'll fight. I'll fight I'm a child star. You out, Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fight a child star that isn't Corey Feldman. Yeah. Do you think Corey Feldman has hands? I like know. legit question. Do you oh, think I bet Corey he Feldman does. Hundred percent. That dude. So? That dude did <laughs> so much karate in the eighties, and does it now. I mean, have you seen his performances now? Like he's he's swinging. Did like, he ever make his way through Baltimore? He did. I got kicked off of a show. No, wait. Where was that? Michael Graves. Corey Feldman did play the sidebar once, though. The Amazing. sidebar. Yeah. The last time he was here, he played at uh, 
uh, Ram's head, I think. Yeah. I know he's doing the thing on the Segway with his little robot. Oh dance. God, I love the like, angels. Does he act, does he do a karate, Corey Feldman? Is that oh, real? Yeah, of course it is. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he did wear headbands a lot. So well, he he had the, well he's he's still very much in the Michael Jackson thing, which like I don't know. Bless up at this point for holding on to that. Like no, 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 <laughs> no hard hard disagree. Hard disagree. No, no props for continuing <laughs> what you're doing, Corey Feldman. <laughs> You need to you need a come to Jesus moment. You need to get right, son. I think he is a come to Jesus sort of moment. Like I think he is very religious. In that he might jerk off to a velvet Christ painting on occasion, yes, but like I mean that's religion. Well, you're not wrong. Uh, but like I don't <laughs> I'm I'm 50-50 on whether I think Corey Feldman can fight. I mean, I think he could get a lick in. You could let me, right, let, maybe let, I could let, get a lick in. Well, I can't let me, do let me shit. Re- let me rephrase. Like, Corey Feldman could fight me. I can't right, sure, but like most people can fight me. Like that's not what I'm talking about. Right. Like I don't know, callers, let us know. You think Feldman's got hands? Oh God! Thanks, Mike, for throwing in the. Thanks, Mike, for throwing in the phones. All right, all right. Any Corey's angels out there? Calls, next week, yeah. next week we'll be discussing other members of the Lost Boys yeah, yeah. cast who can or cannot fight based on how they look. Corey Haim cannot fight. Cannot fight. Keith Sutherland? No, I bet he can't. I bet he can't. I bet he's got nothing. No, the grandpa? I mean, he did. Yeah, that grandpa could scrap in his day. Donald or Kiefer? No, the grandpa from Lost Boys. Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I started thinking about 24 for a minute. And Donald I was like, Sutherland could also probably fight back in abs- his day. Absolutely. But Kiefer, no. Really? You can, no, Kiefer, I don't no. think so. It's all for show. It's all for TV. Yeah. First, isn't his Like he's like an actor. Kiefer with an F or something? How the fuck do you say his name? How do you spell it? What is it? Keith? Is it Kiefer? Is it Kiefer? No one even knows. <laughs> Right, so like that guy, Keith, 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 that guy can't fight, or is it Keith? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I like, don't know, and no one does. Uh-huh. Maybe if he, maybe if we respected <laughs> him more, we would know. But we don't respect him because he can't fight. As as a society, we don't respect him. No, no respect for. Him. Have you heard his albums? His albums, yeah, Pu, fucking awful. Like David Duchovny, bad. Oh, no. I hope you've heard David Duchovny's solo albums. I yeah. have. Bad times, like <laughs> b- bitch. The truth ain't out there. You got to stop that. <laughs> I, ugh, I just want to collect those celebrity solo albums now. Like, I feel like they're easy to get. Oh uh, yeah, no, I, I, you can go to any Goodwill and probably get seven of them. But. Tim Tim Russ, who uh, who played Tuvok in yeah. Star Trek Voyager, he has a band. Wow, There's, there I I took a, a dive on celebrity solo albums on the Spotify, nice. not too long ago. So I've, I probably can put together a playlist I did, for you. I did see Keanu Reeves's Dog Star. I believe it was at the nine thirty club a long, long time ago. But how was that? Fine. Yeah, they, like, fine. they were fine, right? That's it the was, thing. It's not that they were a bad band. It's the Dog Star was fine. And and no offense to Dog Star, but it was a full house because Keanu Reeves was there. Sure. Like, and I think, and they, I don't think on their merit alone, Dogstar yeah, was was and filling I feel that like place the up. The band knew it too and was fine with it. They were like, "We're just happy to be on the ride." Fuck yeah! Like everybody knew, dude. It if was Keanu okay. shows up, he's like, "Hey man, that's some fantastic things. All right, can I play whatever?" And I'm like, "Fucking right, you can." It's Let's, not like if Johnny Depp and P showed up somewhere, you'd be like, "Ugh." I, I would not let Johnny Depp. Now. Johnny Depp is not allowed in the Subtastics. I'll say that right now. No. Too many hats. He does that scarves and hats oh, layered it's thing. Just, yeah. And I'm pretty sure he's one of those people who smells like on purpose. <laughs> and I think he, he's like an abusive piece of shit. But like mostly it's the Stevie Nicks Even cosplay. Before you got to that, before you got to that, it's the it's the Stevie Nicks uh, slash. Who's the guy who played Marvin Sin City? Oh. Who's that actor? Fuck. Oh, 
got the nose jobs. Oh, know. it's Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke it's yeah. all, it's, oh, it's you his, didn't even have to punch that yeah, one in. That's it's great. His, <laughs> it's his weird Mickey Rourke energy. And he looks like he smells bad on purpose. Like he looks like a guy who doesn't yeah. brush his teeth or wear deodorant because he's like, I just like to let my natural body do whatever it does. And, ugh. It's actually just, you, you smell like a fucking it's pretty good butt. Johnny Depp. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> it's sort of like Johnny Depp meets Ringo. I just I mean, do what I do. <laughs> fucking what Johnny Depp sounds like to me. Um, uh, I was Edward Scissorhands. Anyway, I, I didn't want to interrupt. That's terrible. Inter- I'm sorry. Interrupt the leak or anything. I know you guys I, are having. A I'm great sorry. Time this over just here. in. Johnny sorry. Depp <laughs> smells like a dead body. <laughs> What's that, Mike? We got to cut to our engineer. I'm good. We do need to clear the studio out for the next podcast coming in. Oh, cool. More white people waiting outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, they're, they're pretty pissed. Uh, we've been running long. Who's who's more pissed? The white people waiting outside to do another podcast, or the people who have sat through this? This long, you know. God bless them. The commuters, you know, <laughs> the people doing laundry, right? The, the dedicated listeners that you know really know. I'm just uh, trying to come hang out at practice spaces for right. a little. This is called John Glennon cases your joint, <laughs> where he comes into your home or your rehearsal space, checks everything out, and weeks later you get robbed. Oh and man, yeah, no, that's terrible. <laughs> Good luck, stupid. All this shit is so heavy. <laughs> Try right? to get the it out of here. The most elaborate uh, casing of all time. Fucking dare you! A, First of all, guess which amps work. Years long yeah. podcast. If you want to carry my eight by ten up the stairs, it's fucking yours. You don't have to be sneaky about it. Like, oh, Lord, I can only imagine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we're on the first floor here. So. It helps. But any closing thoughts before we get out of here? I feel like this has been a fruitful episode. You know, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed listening to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you haven't really been very active in this, John. No, so I, like, I, it's like one of those things I was like, I could cut in or I could. Uh, it's like know. a documentary where he's not allowed to interfere. I mean, you probably should have. It's just if, um, this is probably going to end up just being 70 minutes of contextless shouting. It's, <laughs> it's great. We went through a whole set of whatever band that was. So that was cool. You know, two man skeleton. It's awesome to listen to. Also, just some guy shouting, "It's all crime!" (laughs) 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 And also, hip hop (laughs) gives (laughs) the (laughs) big (laughs) brains. Relax, relax, relax. It's all right, John. Relax. (laughs) If you shout hip hop, he will shit himself. Do not do that. Oh my god. This bit needs to die. (laughs) This beat is too insistent! (laughs) I've been really into doing the Fred Schneider voice lately because I've I've reconnected with Fred Schneider's solo album. Certainly background solo albums. Have you ever heard Fred Schneider's solo album from the 90s? No, I have not. I know what I'm listening to on the way home. It's fucking incredible. First of all, for real, produced by Steve Albini. Of course. It's Fred Schneider doing a punk band. I love that. But he also covers, like, Lime in the Coconut. Oh. But it's Fred Schneider. I saw him at HF Festival on the side stage with his band. What right? were they just, called? It's just the Fred just Schneider. Schneider. Band. Yeah, it's just Fred Schneider. It's on. It's like a picture of him as a kid is the cover. And it's fucking awesome. It's so good. Like if I say when I say to you, it's like Fred Schneider, but he's in a punk band. And it came out in like 1997. Right. Like it sounds exactly like what you think it sounds That's like. That's perfect. It's awesome. If you sat through the 78 minutes... And you took anything away. Yeah, here's that's your, that's here's the, your reward, everyone. Go find Fred <laughs> Schneider's solo album from like the mid '90s because it fucking slays. Yeah, that's Mc, that's McGruff's gemstone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's McGruff's gemstone that he's bringing to you. That's the <laughs> that's the animal animal provided treasure. Somewhere I have I have my signed CD. I got it signed by Fred. That's awesome. It's so good. That record's amazing. And I'm always bummed out that people don't know it. So good. Everyone, go find the Fred Schneider solo album. It rules. Geico. 
Fred Schneider. Tostitos. Coming up next, the White Guys podcast. <laughs> Race. What is it? And is it important? <laughs> Oof. All right. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Yeah, cut that. Yeah, here we go.